Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Welcome to our show and Happy New Year. We are a family podcast dedicated to empowering a generation of kind and empathetic creators and citizens of the world. Join us today as we meet our friends Savlene and Upneet, who are part of the education team at Sick Coalition, who are here to share their faith and celebrate their community. Hello, hello. My name is Asher. And I am your host, along with my mom, Kristen. <laughs> Before we meet our guest today, are you an educator? For the first time, we want to work with educators around the world to give a chance for your students to learn what it's like to be a podcast producer. If you're interested in participating, email us at hello at culturekidsmedia.com to learn more. All this information will also be available under our show notes. We can't wait to meet you! And now let's meet our guests from Sick Coalition. Welcome, Sevleen, and welcome, Abneet. Hey, Asher. Hey, Kristen. Hi, Culture Kids. My name is Sevleen, and I'm the Senior Education Manager here at the Sick Coalition. Hello, Culture Kids. My name is Abneet Kaur, and I'm the Education Manager here at the Sick Coalition. Hello. Could you tell us more about the Sick Coalition? What do they do? Mm -hmm. We've been around for a little more than 20 plus years. Uh, We are the largest Sikh civil rights organization here in the United States. Awesome. We like to ensure that all Sikhs here in America feel represented and seen, whether that be in the classroom, on the playground, but also within their own identity. And the work that we do here at the Sikh Coalition really pushes to represent our community and yeah. That's cool. Could you start off by telling us about the Sikh religion? I don't know too much about it because in our family, we practice a different religion and we go to a church sometimes, but we love to learn more. Woohoo! Thanks, Asher. Sikhism is a religion that was founded in 1469 in Punjab, which is located in South Asia in modern day Pakistan and India by Guru Nanak Dev Ji, who was the first Guru. Hmm. Guru? Is that like a teacher? That's a good question, Asher. So Gu would be uh, translated to darkness and Ru would be translated to light. So really a teacher that brings you from like darkness to light. It's more so spiritual um, teachers um, or enlightened teachers, I think would be the best way to explain it. Oh, I see. So they teach people to help them. What language does the word come from? The language that is most associated with Sikhism is Punjabi. You got it! It is the language that is predominantly spoken by the community. 
and is also what our scriptures are written in. Yes, thank you. Punjabi is a beautiful and complex language that is not only spoken by Sikhs, but by many other people around the world. We have many friends here in California that speak the language too. That's cool. Can you tell us more about the gurus? So what we believe is that the gurus, you know, sent by God or Waheguru to teach us um, about Sikhi and create its practices. And then Sikhs are the practice practitioners of the faith. So the Sikhs use the term Waheguru to refer to the divine force that they believe in. In other faiths, people may use different names. In our family, we use the term God and the Islamic faith uses the word Allah. Despite the different names, it's about showing deep respect and love for the divine in their own way. Got it. So are there lots of gurus? Like how many are there? There were 10 living gurus from 1469 to 1708. Whoa, that's a long time ago. Which led to the appointing of the eternal guru, Guru Granth Sahib, or six to learn from. I was not born then. No, you were not, Asher. Our sacred scripture, it's not just our the holy book for six, but it's also treated as our living guru. People come together and sing the hymns from the Guru Granth Sahib or the scripture. What are some of the teachings from the scripture? That's a great question. Three key pillars of Sikhism are Kirat Karni, which means earning an honest living, Varndashakrana, which means sharing with others, and Nam Japana, which means to focus on God and recite the name of God. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what those mean? Yeah, we believe that everyone is equal in the eyes of Vaheguru. No one is better or worse than anyone because they are different, and that everyone should be loved and treated with respect no matter who you are. And because of this, it leads Sikhs to believe that it's important to share with others and to help everyone. This could be sharing your time by helping someone out or also by donating to charity or um, any other help you can provide to your local community. We love that. I think those are teachings that people from all countries and cultures can learn from. Treating everyone with kindness and giving help, no matter what they look like or what they do or don't do, is a wonderful way to build a community where everyone feels valued and accepted for who they are. Yeah, and donating to charity is, is a big part to we, you know, in our community in Sikhi, it's known as dust fund and giving back, whether we do it locally for, you know, those that are in need or, you know, Sikh Coalition doing it broadly for uh, the Sikh community across America. I think we all give back in our own ways and that is definitely another key aspect, I think. Sometimes I give my really good Pokemon cards to friends that don't have any. <gasps> And I guess I like to give back to my baby sister, Arden. Yeah, that's awesome. I hope that's kind of like charity. So Asher recently made a friend who practices the Sikh faith who was wearing what he called a parka. Oh yeah, his dad wore something different though. In our family, we don't wear head coverings. The only thing we put on our head is hats. 
Actually, even though we don't wear head coverings every day, in the religion that we practice at home, which is Christianity, there are many churches around the world that ask people to wear veils or other forms of head coverings during services. Oh, I see. Can you tell us more about parkas? Um, you know, in Sikhi and Sikhism, men and women are not meant to cut their hair. We refer to hair as gish, which is um, unshorn, uncut hair. And it is seen as, you know, a sign of spirituality, a sign of, you know, their commitment and faith, keeping what was given to us by God. Oh, so when they get older, their hair must get longer and longer. Yes, and thank you for sharing this beautiful practice. Even though this may not be how our family shows our faith, we love learning about how other families around the world show their commitment to their religion or culture in different ways. Oh yeah, and my friends go to church every Sunday. Or my other friend doesn't eat meat because of her religion. That's how her family shows their faith. Exactly. Or it's important to Muslims that they pray five times a day. Or some people who practice Catholicism will fast during Lent. That's cool. Like we always say, every family is different. Yep, learning about all the different ways our friends around us practice their religion or cultural traditions is a wonderful way to understand them and celebrate who they are. Even though it may not be the same as how your family practices a religion or culture, the way their family practices is just as important and beautiful. But also at the same time, the cool thing is that even if your friends may do things differently at home, we can all still have so much fun together and learn from each other. Yay! yay! So in the Sikh religion, one of the ways they show their faith is by not cutting their hair. But where does the hair go? Hmm. Does it go inside the head covering? The turban, commonly in Sikhi, known as the dastar or patka. Um, a patka is typically worn by younger boys. It is like a piece of cloth that's tied on their top knot. And whether it's a dastar, a turban, or a patka, everything underneath, it, it's just hair. Oh, I see. So young boys wear patka. And the grown-ups wore turbans. Yes. Yes, and some women could wear turbans too, if they choose to. How is it supposed to be tied? Yes, um, typically um, anybody that's wearing it um, puts their hair upwards. Sometimes, depending on how much hair someone may have, it's looser or more like tight, like up on their head. It really just depends on preference. Uh, and for instance, if you're tying a parka, it has to be a very tight top knot um, versus when you're wearing a turban. Could you explain the difference between parkas and turbans? Uh, parka is typically much smaller than a turban. And it's a square piece of cloth that a kid wears. Yay! And when they are ready, they will transition from wearing parka to a turban or the star yes. when they are older. And usually there's a ceremony for it um, called the dastar bandi. Like how much older? It just really depends on the family's practices and also the child's preference. Got it, boss. For my brother, it was at, I think, age 14. Some did it at 16. Um, it just really varies. Awesome. 
So as we mentioned before, various religions from all over the world have their unique ways of showing their faith. What does wearing a turban mean to the person wearing it? The turban reminds Sikhs to be brave, noble, and uphold their responsibility to help others. Since Sikhs can easily be identified by their turban, the person wearing a turban is somebody that would help you or protect you if you ever needed their help, since service and helping out others is a really big part of Sikhi or Sikhism. But yeah, I think the turban is a reminder to just do good deeds and uphold the responsibility that they have. And to something we say often, to remember that they are able to practice their faith fearlessly. Yeah! You know, family members in my personal family, when they have transitioned to wearing the turban, the star, you know, we've had these conversations of, okay, what does it mean now that you are wearing the star like you are in public and you do uphold this responsibility of helping others especially those that are in need so when i see a grown-up with a turban it's like a message that tells me the person practices things like helping others and showing kindness it's a symbol i love this is there anything else we should know about turbans and barkas, especially for our friends wearing them at schools? Anyone wearing it, a patka, you know, as a child or the star for an adult, it should just not be touched or removed by anyone but the individual wearing it. Um, and for a sick child in the classroom, a young one, if their patka gets untied or comes off with the child's permission and, you know, making sure that they're comfortable, the teacher um, should be able to retie it. And of course, if not, the parent should always be involved in that scenario, however that looks like for them. Thank you for sharing this. A great way to create a safe and happy classroom for everyone is by showing support to our friends in a way that makes them feel comfortable and accepted. In this case, for our friends that wear parkas, simply asking them how they prefer to put it back on without touching it can be a wonderful gesture that helps everyone feel included and respected. Because that's how I want my friends to treat things that's special to me. So sometimes we go to church, but where do Sikhs go to worship? Is there like a church? Sikh places of worship are called Gurdwaras, where the Sikh community gathers for congregational prayers, reflection, and community service. All Gurdwaras have a community kitchen where langar is cooked by volunteers and open to everyone and anyone, as long as you take off your shoes, cover your head, and wash your hands before entering. I can do that. We take off our shoes at home every day, too. Or else mommy will get mad and sweep the floors. Thanks, Asher. Could you also explain what a lunger is, as you mentioned earlier? Lunger is eaten while sitting on the ground for those who are able to sit. We sometimes eat on the floor, too. Oh. Yeah, so the idea here is to practice treating everyone equally. The gurus wanted Sikhs to always practice being equal, so lunger began where they all sat together on the floor and ate together. 
We also learned that in some traditional families, in Tanzania, also eat on the floor in our other episode. Thanks for mentioning that, Asher. So what kind of food is served at Lunger's? Lunger is completely vegetarian, um, or the teachings of the gurus tell us that animals are also put on this world the same way that we are in respect of that. Six are taught not to eat meat, so all the meals at Gordora will be vegetarian. Yes, people all over the world have different things that they eat, whether influenced by their religion, allergies, or personal health choices. We would love to visit a Gurdwara someday and try the delicious vegetarian Punjabi meals that are served there. Yes, yes! Anybody and everybody is welcome to visit a Gurdwara. Gurdwaras are also a place of making sure everyone is welcome and is receiving the things that they may need, um, whether that be a meal or supplies or any support just in general. I would love to go visit! Thanks, Asher. There's at least one in every state here in the United States, um, but Gordoras can be found all over the world. Woohoo! Before we embark on our next adventure, is there anything else you'd like to share with our Culture Kids community? So this is for the grown-ups. We here at the Sick Coalition create free resources and provide trainings for educators, administrators, and parents that are interested in learning more. All of this information can be found at sickcoalition.org. And if you'd like to get in touch with our team that has spoken on the podcast today, our email is education at sickcoalition.org. Thank you so much. All the adults and grown-ups listening, please feel free to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, X, and LinkedIn. We can be found on at Sick Coalition. That's S-I-K-H-C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We hope you come back again soon. Thanks, Asher. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks, Culture Kids, for having us. Bye, Culture Kids. It was a pleasure to talk with y'all today. And to our Culture Kids family, what are some ways we can celebrate our friends who may practice a different religion or wear different clothes like head coverings we learned about today? Maybe it's asking questions about what they are wearing and listening to them. And then just ask them to play with you, like soccer or chess, my favorite things. Yep, you can also share some of the ways that your family practices a certain religion, culture, or tradition too. The more we share and understand each other, the more we learn and create new experiences and make friends from all over the world. And always remember, here at Culture Kids, you and your family are accepted, celebrated, and welcomed just as you are. All right, Asher, what do you got? What kind of fish swims at night? What kind of a fish? Starfish. 
the stars, stars you see at night, get it? <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's awesome. Okay, mommy's turn. Go! Where do fruits go on vacation? Where? Paris. Paris, France. Get it? Yeah, it's, I get it so much. It's like Paris, get it? I get that. Right, like the fruit pear, but the city Paris. Do you know where Paris is? Paris is in France. Very good. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of Culture Kids Podcast. Stay tuned for next week as we learn about bar and bar mitzvahs with Congregation Tikvat Jacob in California. Feel free to reach out at hello at culturekidsmedia.com for birthday shout outs and follow us on Instagram at culturekidsmedia for fun behind the scenes footage and more. Till next week. Bye bye. friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.